Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called Puff Dragons and Dust Devils. The fortunate four sailed the charlatan down Long Lake Kessler, all the way to the southernmost shore, and there they anchored by a little beach. Before them stretched the windswept desert lands of Kuala. Dinky scooped up a handful of sand and tossed it in his mouth. <coughs> he said, spitting it out. Ugh, that's the worst dessert I've ever tasted. Ugh. Bramble said, it's not a dessert. It's a desert. A hot, barren land without water. Oh, said Dinky. <coughs> he was still spitting out sand. So we're going to die here? Hopefully not, said Lila. We're trying to see if there's an ocean on the other side of the desert. So we can find the man under the coconut tree? Yeah. They gathered what supplies they could from the charlatan's storeroom. Nuts, seeds, and dried fruit, mostly. They each found a canteen and filled it with water from a tiny, bubbling stream at the lake's edge. Okay, said Lila. Let's go. They trudged across the desert. According to all the legends of the Mimis and Stick People, this was the southernmost region of the world, baking empty desert that at last ended in the Weird Lands. Lila hoped that Mickey the Mystic was right, that there was an ocean on the other side, and a man named the Great Ronzoni who could help them save their world. They walked across the desert for three days, Mostly in the early mornings and late afternoons. It was too hot during the middle of the day. They saw a few signs of life. A discarded snakeskin, a dead cactus, a skittering scorpion. Their water was more than halfway gone and their food supplies were dwindling fast. On the morning of the third day, Dinky climbed a big sandy hill to see if he could see the ocean. And Bramble said, do you see the sea? Nope, said Dinky, just more dessert. Suddenly the hill he was on began to move. Ah, cried Dinky, tumbling to the ground. Earthquake! But it wasn't an earthquake. They saw that the hill was really a gigantic lizard, sort of like a chuckwalla. It said, its long forked tongue flicking in the air. Ah, cried the fortunate four, stumbling backwards in fear. But the lizard seemed more afraid of them. It puffed up like a pufferfish. <laughs> and then it floated away like a giant balloon, its head on top and its little limbs dangling from the side and its tail hanging down like a string. The puffed-up lizard floated away on the wind, and soon they couldn't see it anymore. Bramble said, that was weird. I'm glad it didn't eat us. Lila said, yeah, it seemed much more afraid of us than we were of it. On the fourth day, they saw a shimmering lake in the distance. <gasps> oh! They rushed over the dunes, excited to jump in the water and refill their bottles. But no matter how fast they ran, the lake never seemed to get any closer. And then, as the sun lowered towards the horizon, the distant lake vanished completely. Lila said, I guess it was a mirage. Her throat was so dry that she could barely speak. They camped in the shadow of a large dune, after making sure it wasn't a big lizard. 
and they were too tired to talk. Their water bottles were almost empty. In school, I learned the rule of three, rasped Lila. You can survive three weeks without food, three days without water, three minutes without air, and three seconds without blood. Dinky went, Well, let's hope we don't suddenly run out of all our blood at once. We'll only have three seconds to figure out how to save ourselves. The following day, they found it extremely hard to get moving. The sun felt hotter than ever. They just laid there, sweating and panting. Come on, said Lila, forcing herself to her feet. We need to move. Why, said Bramble, what does it matter if we die in a different part of the desert? We might as well just stay here. There might be something out there, said Lila. We can't give up hope. So they trudged on, but the land around them didn't seem to change. Suddenly, Lila stopped in her tracks, squinting into the distance. I see, I see something up ahead. Probably another mirage, said Bramble. I don't think so, said Lila. It looks like a little town. What? They staggered onward, squinting against the bright light of the sun. And sure enough, there was a little town up ahead. Hooray, they cried, suddenly full of energy, and they rushed forward. Before long, they could see the weathered wooden buildings of the town. It looked windswept and deserted. Like a ghost town. Oh, said Bramble. They saw a sign. Welcome to Noscut, it said. Population, estimated, one. Lila said, the estimated population is one? Why is that an estimate? How hard can it be to count one person? They walked through the deserted town, their earlier excitement fading away. But they whooped with joy when they found a well. <gasps> and they pumped the water and drank to their heart's content and filled up their water bottles. <sighs> then they continued walking through the empty streets. Bramble said, I wonder where the one person who lives here is. There he is, said Dinky, pointing. A little man, about their size, was scraping paint off one of the empty houses, making it look even more deserted. He reminded them of a cross between a tumbleweed and a tiny buffalo. He was woolly and round, and had two little horns on his head. Hello, said Lila tentatively. Ah! The man jumped straight up into the air, dropping his scraper. Sorry, said Lila, stepping forward. Sorry, we didn't mean to startle you. Oh, the man clutched his heart, breathing heavily. It's okay, he said at last. You just gave me a fright. We don't often get visitors here. Are there other, um, people like you? Asked Bramble, glancing around at the deserted buildings. Other dust devils, you mean? Said the man. Sure. The others hibernate most of the time. But sometimes they wake up for feast days. Ooh, said Dinky, that sounds yummy. When's the next feast day? The strange little man's eyes twinkled. Why, it just so happens that today is going to be a feast day, I think. 
Yay, said Dinky, we're so lucky. We didn't think we'd find anything alive in this desert. Just those big balloon lizards. Oh, the puff dragons, said the man, shuddering with delight. Mmm, yeah, they're delicious. There's nothing so yummy as spit-roasted puff dragon. He smiled at them hungrily. But sometimes, if we're lucky, we stumble across something even yummier. Huh, said Lila, swallowing nervously. The dust devil brushed the dust off his work clothes and stretched. I'll go ring the dinner bell and wake the others for the feast. You just stay put and relax right here. Okay, said Dinky, lying down in the shade of an old shack. Sounds good to me. The dust devil hurried away, a jolly little spring in his step. Lila and Bramble helped Dinky to his feet. Come on, said Bramble, we have to go. Why? I'm hungry. I want to go to the feast. We're going to be the feast, Dinky. Huh? Obviously, they're planning to eat us. Oh, that's rude. Just then, the dinner bell sounded from a nearby clock tower. They heard the rustle of dozens of dust devils as they roused themselves from slumber. Quick, said Lila, let's get out of town. They ran down the main street towards the desert wastes on the other side. They could hear shouts and grumbles as dust devils emerged from their houses. Some of them held knives and forks in their hands. They're getting away, one of them cried. And then the crowd shouted in anger and started running. Ah! The fortunate four ran across the hot desert dunes. They could hear the hungry dust devils gaining on them. There was nowhere to hide. Soon, they would be caught. Suddenly, the ground shifted beneath their feet as a puff dragon inflated itself. <laughs> said Dinky, tumbling backwards. A cry went up from the dust devils. Oh, a puff dragon, they said. Quick, somebody grab the bows and arrows. We'll eat like kings tonight, said another. Puff dragon and outsiders? Yum! The puff dragon had no intention of being hunted, however. It puffed up completely and started to float away. Quick, cried Lila, grab the tail. Lila leaped up and grabbed the puff dragon's tail. Bramble caught onto Lila's leg, and then Dinky caught onto one of Bramble's legs. They drifted over the dunes, up and away from the village of the Dust Devils. Come back, cried the Dust Devils. Please, we're so hungry. Ah, poor thing, said Dinky. Should we go back? No, said Lila and Bramble. And so they drifted away from that terrible place, holding tight to the tail of their giant lizard balloon. Well, that's the end of the story. Puff Dragons and Dust Devils. The next story is called Prehistoric Predators. Goodbye. <laughs>